Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Are you being influenced? Well, if you watched the blockbuster film in the last decade, well, then there's a chance it has been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Now, here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. Now, in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, well, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free when you go to the website, hollywoodtakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. the experience of other rich countries uh, like us. When inflation's above four and unemployment's below four, you are almost certain to have a recession within the next two years. The Second Amendment, like all other rights, is not absolute. We need to ban assault weapons in high-capacity magazines. I'm asking why it is that you can say he wants to give these negotiations. Do you want to go to the beach with the president Some tonight? Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity. The new Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news. And more bold, inspired solutions for America. This is a special edition of the Sean Hannity Show. America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 296. Day 296, 309 days since Joey said he wouldn't do it. Abandoned Americans behind enemy lines in the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan. And there they are. There they stay. There they remain. And even Winkin' Tony Blinken admitted that they're still there just, what, a couple of weeks ago. Um, before we get started, and we're going to take a broad, big picture of what is emerging as the Democratic Party's strategy for the upcoming midterm elections, I don't think any of it's going to work. I'll say that up front. And I, I just want you to keep, as we get into this, keep in your mind the following numbers. 
When Joe Biden became president on day one, the average national cost of a gallon of gasoline was $2.39. Those We refer to those now as the good old days. Today's national average is $4.86 a gallon. There are places now with with gasoline costing over 8 bucks a gallon. There are more states over 6 bucks a gallon than I can even count at this point. That is a 129% increase. Now, if we just went back to the policies of Trump on energy alone, and we didn't artificially reduce the supply of energy, we would immediate, that would have a great and dramatic impact on inflation. And it would, it would help reduce the cost of every item we buy because every item we buy at every store that we go to is usually getting there because some, some great American in an 18-wheeler gets it there, but they're not gonna, they, they don't deserve to be paid less, especially in these inflationary times. They're not going to charge less. Trucking companies aren't going to charge less. They, they have to pass those costs on to the consumer. That would be us, or else they'll go belly up, and nobody's working that hard to, to, for charity. They, they, they can't afford to do it. So the obvious answer is this is what it is. Now, I say that, and then I've got a lot of other information I'm going to pass on to you today about this, because it looks like what is emerging with the Democratic Party is a, a, a four-pronged strategy. Number one is if Roe is, as we anticipate, overturned, they're going to try to motivate the country saying, see, look at what Republicans have done. Abortion is illegal. We're going to have, you know, look at look at what they were painting in front of Supreme Court justices homes, you know, coat hangers, back alley abortions, all of the rhetoric I told you we'd hear, all the things I knew they'd say, they started saying it almost immediately. And but here's what's going to happen between now and then. Between now and then, something is going to happen and that's called it's going to dawn on the American people that this right that Roe gave Americans, the right to an abortion, is not enumerated in the Constitution. Then we move to, to the, sec, the Tenth Amendment of the Constitution. Every item not dealt with, that goes back to the states. So if it's not enumerated in the Constitution, it is perfectly constitutional to let the states decide. And then the American people on that issue, it will dawn on them, oh, I live in New York, uh, abortion's going to be legal here, uh, even up until probably, what, the, the moment before birth, as some other states have. And and so on and so on and so on. Now, different states will have different laws. Uh, will any one state completely restrict abortion? I don't think so. Maybe one or two, maybe three. I don't think any more than that. But there'll be restrictions on, you know, going back to the Clinton era. This is how far the, the Democratic Party has come from even Clinton, which is abortion should, should be legal, safe, and rare. And I'll add a word, early, if you consider yourself pro-choice. I am pro-life. I, I take a very pro-life position, uh, but I make exceptions for rape, incest, and the mother's life. That's neither here nor there. Uh, Americans will know before Election Day that all of this rhetoric, all of this hyperbole that is being spewed all over the cable airwaves and by liberal Democrats is just not true. It will dawn on them that abortion is not illegal in America. So we'll put that issue off to the side for a minute. Then they're going to go after the Second Amendment. Americans are not going to sacrifice their Second Amendment rights for all of the reasons we've discussed since what happened in Uvalde. I have a case, actually, that I'll 
I'll get to later in the program today, where there was an incident where uh, a shooting took place. And if it wasn't for an armed citizen, this is in West Virginia, uh, 20 or 30 people could have been killed. But that armed citizen took it upon herself in this particular case and prevented a mass casualty. And even the CDC points out, on average, what, two and a half million of my statistics are still in my brain from last week times a year that that happens. So Americans, that's not going to get them the holy grail. That's not going to be the wedge issue they think it's going to be, especially the party that is all for coddling criminals, defunding, dismantling police departments, and are for these crazy and insane no-bail laws. That's not going to fly either. So the third bucket of things that they're looking at is, okay, we're going to go to the January 6th committee. We're going to look at Donald Trump. We're going to call it sedition. We're going to call it insurrection. And I'll get into that in more detail in a second. That's not going to happen either because these are the same people that didn't say a word, or if they did, they only openly supported the riots in the summer of 2020. And I'll, I'll go through all the numbers with, with you and for you so you understand you know, why is it they only care about the one incident of violence and they ignore the, you know, nearly 700 riots in the summer of 2020 that killed dozens of Americans, injured thousands of police officers and caused billions in property damage. So Americans are going to understand that this is completely political. There's, you know, they wanted to have Jim Jordan and Jim Banks on the panel. They, they would not allow that to happen. They're not going to interview Nancy Pelosi. They're not going to interview Muriel Bowser. If they really wanted to keep the Capitol safe, which I think they should, uh, I think you need the similar types of protections like you have around the White House. That's what I would provide our elected officials. And that means have a system and then also have it at your avail, the ability to call up if there's any protests going on in the city the ability to call up National Guard troops so we can never let something like that happen again. But that would be the same with the summer rioting of 2020. Just basic, simple, obvious, commonsensical points. But, of course, I don't think they're looking for solutions. This is like the third impeachment of Donald Trump. So, you know, there are the, the main questions that they're not going to ask. Let me, let me go to interviews that I've done because I think they're very revealing. And what we now know, what we didn't know, is that two days before January 6th, as required by law, President Donald Trump authorized up to 20,000 troops to be made available to D.C., knowing we came off the summer of 2020 rioting, knowing tensions in the country were high, knowing that they were going to march to the Capitol. He made this authorization. The defense secretary, the, the chief of staff of the defense secretary, the chief of staff of the president, Mark Meadows, and the president himself have all confirmed this for me. I have, for example, the the chief of staff for the Defense Department, Cash uh, Patel. This is what he said about the president authorizing. Remember, if the argument is going to be Donald Trump wanted this, Donald Trump caused this, Donald Trump incited this, this is sedition, this this is an insurrection then why did he order, authorize up to 20,000 troops? Now, you need to know this one part. After he authorized that, that process is completely out of his power. The jurisdiction to actually call them up after he authorized it, as required by law, would lay 
in the hands of the Speaker of the House, who's in charge of safety at the Capitol, Nancy Pelosi, and the D.C. mayor, who in writing rejected the calling up of the National Guard troops. Anyway, here's Cash Patel, Mark Meadows, and Donald Trump himself confirming this. You have a timeline of the events that day, and you were backed up by the Inspector General of the Department of Defense in terms of you taking the right actions. My question to you is, what is in that timeline that people need to know? No, fantastic question. It's backed up by writing. Mayor Bowser's written refusal, the communications between the leader of the Capitol Police and their chain of command to the DOD refusing our request to allow National Guardsmen and women to stage on January 4 and 5 before January 6. That's in the timeline. The repeated written request refusals are there, along with the chain of command that the DOD followed. And this, I'll leave you with this, Sean, the biggest thing. The DOD is the only no-fail mission on God's green earth. And we were proven right that we acted uh, lawfully on January 6th under the law and under President Trump's authority. Well, and that sound, is something that's in the timeline it, as well. It sounds like they weren't interested. Is it fair then to conclude that had Donald Trump's request... Uh, for National Guard troops two days before the 6th, had the mayor of D.C. approved it and Nancy Pelosi approved it, is it, is it a safe assumption that what happened on January 6th wouldn't have happened? Well, I'll leave it to your viewers to picture 10,000 to 20,000 uniformed military officers trained to protect not just property, but personnel surrounding the United States Capitol. I can't imagine a force on the universe that could get through that. Did he or did he not ask for the National Guard, knowing that there would be big crowds in D.C. beforehand. Well, uh, Sean, you've reported on this before. Uh, you know, it doesn't get much attention. I can tell you that uh, not only did Donald Trump uh, want to make sure the National Guard was available, uh, he repeated that a number of times. And I think that there are a number of people that he's communicated with that can back uh, me up on that particular uh, assessment. We said to the uh, Department of Defense, the top person, uh, days before we had the rally, because that rally was massive. And I said that I think you should have 10,000. I think I gave the number. I definitely gave the number of 10,000 uh, National Guardsmen. I think you should have 10,000 of the National Guard ready. Uh, they took that number. From what I understand, they gave it to the people at the Capitol, which is controlled by Pelosi. And I heard they rejected it because they didn't think it looked good. So now the January 6th committee, bucket number one. Remember, this is what the Democrats are hoping and pinning all their hopes on winning this midterm election on. On abortion, on gun control, on this January 6th hearing. And then the last would be their normal playbook. Republicans are racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, transphobic. They want dirty air and water and they want granny and grandpa thrown over a cliff by a Donald Trump lookalike. So now we're discovering that they won't even ask Nancy Pelosi, why didn't you call up the troops that Donald Trump authorized? Why, Muriel Bowser, did you, in writing, reject the troops that would have prevented January 6th? You know, the, the things that they want to do now are beginning to come to light. I'll get to that in a second. They don't want to talk to the people that had the power and ability and the authorization to protect the Capitol. Um, they have a new agenda that's emerging, which, by the way, is led by uh, Jamie Raskin. He wants the January 6th committee to abolish the Electoral College. He calls it an undemocratic relic. And, you know, it's, it's basically now become th this is what they're pinning their hopes on. 
And they've even hired the former ABC News president to produce this primetime extravaganza on Thursday, hoping that the nation will have a, a new perspective on this. Well, if you don't ask the pertinent questions, how do you how do you lay the blame of sedition and the insurrection on the guy that authorized the, the calling up of troops? I, that That's a pretty hard question to overcome. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program, I think the answer is obvious. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my from this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's re-roll along. 800-941-SHAWN. Now, there's a poll out, by the way. This is NBC News, uh, a poll that came out, and... of people, and they don't even know the facts that Donald Trump, nobody in the media 
And with this sophisticated, slick marketing campaign, hiring a former ABC News president to produce this primetime extravaganza on January 6th, it said there's so many things that they're not going to tell. Why, why, if they really cared about security at the Capitol, and I really care, and I think we really did need a January 6th committee, except not one that was abusively, you know, biased in one direction. You can't ignore the fact that Donald Trump authorized, as required by law, up to 20,000 troops being called up two days prior. And then not ask the people that had the authority, based on the president's authorization, to call them up why they didn't. That would be Nancy Pelosi. That would be Muriel Bowser. Or bring in the Capitol Police chief, who on six separate occasions said, we need the guard here, knowing that there were big crowds, knowing we came off the summer of 2020, et cetera, et cetera. So it's if you want solutions, I can give you the solution right now. The same protections that we have at the White House, and I've been there, and the cap should be at the Capitol. You should they have, for example, those cement barriers. They they have a high fence. Uh, They have very limited the ability to shut off that road and any entry point getting near the White House if they want to. They have a lot of armed guards around protecting our elected officials. That's what I would do. And I think we actually have a responsibility, just like I do the same thing to protect our kids in school. You know, but if you're if you're not going to bring up the entire issue and not going to come up with a solution and you're just going to come up with a slick marketing campaign that eliminates half the equation here, you're not you know, this is a predetermined outcome. It's like, oh, let's impeach Donald Trump again, you know, and ignoring all of the riots in the summer of 2020. There were 574 riots. And by the way, uh, violence took place in 609 protests around the country and thousands were injured uh, in terms of police dozens dead and billions in property damage why are we investigating that hi i'm michael rapaport and i'm kiwi rapaport and together we're hosting rapaport's Rappaport's reality Reality Podcast. podcast We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 